cliffcentral.com Yo, I put it like wow, this that sound These oaks don't work hard like me, I hope they know by now Bayo Bear, stand my ground Throw these money trees, go overseas like Percy Tau I'll make sure you stay around, quiet when I'm under loud No nigga disallowed me, positivity took a vow I always play to win Anticipate loss. Mind always in the clown, my boy. Never think about the drop. Never, ever, ever think about the drop. Welcome to it, sports fans. It is the MKT show, and it feels good. Feels good to be alive. Feels good to have a, a show going. Uh, feels good to to be in the Republic of South Africa on this fine day. It's a, it's a good time to be alive. It is a good time to be alive. That's my name there at the bottom, which is good. That's professional. Uh, that lets you know, you know, if you're reading it, you're like, okay, this show is somewhat legit. What's it about? Nobody really knows. But every now and then we pop some sport in there. You know what I mean? Every now and then there'll be some snitching in the studio. Uh, there is a new rule, no snitches in the studio. Uh, we'll get to that at some stage um, today. Uh, no sense of Tebet today. Um, allegedly ill. He's going through uh, the most, as the young kids are saying. Uh, but a man who is here with me is a guy called James Ilsley. Who people know? Uh, James, what's happening, Paul? Hi, and yes, oh, I'm wearing. I can't hear a word. I can't hear a word. I, yes, I, I am wearing the Liverpool shirt again. Do you ever wash it? I do. Who I do. washes it? And people asked that question last time I wore the shirt. I wash it. I live alone. Who else is going to wash it? Oh, so, sorry, that was. It got a bit sad that you, the fact that you live alone. You sounded quite. I quite... think I think it came across as a little sad because it's black and white. I mean, I mean black and white. So yeah, it's quite emo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the whole the whole aesthetic just said sad. You know it's, what I mean? It's like <sighs> yeah. But even the way you said it, it was just like it's almost like you're trying to talk to somebody. Maybe somebody should visit you more or, or whatever. Like I, I think you were communicating more than you realized. <laughs> so. Uh, Contrary to popular belief, okay, that's a long phrase, huh? Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but okay, I'd like to know what popular belief is that you're trying to contradict. Please go uh, ahead. I actually enjoy living alone. It's great. It uh, is. It is honestly great. Okay, it's, it's kind of weird because nobody who enjoys living alone would tell people that they enjoy living alone. So even then, you're telling me more. Then you think you no, should. No, but be. you said it sounded sad, and I was I was saying more than I thought I was there. But I no. was just saying I I enjoy being able to get home and do my own thing and not have to conform. So, so what are you saying? Anybody who does want to spend more time with you, they must just stay away from you. And then no, stop I mean, <laughs> I, I I do enjoy seeing my friends and spending time with people. How, how often? Uh. Do, do they know what you're, whatever you're about to say now, do they know how often you would actually like to see them and they're, they've actually nah, been annoying there's, you there's this whole really time? There's not really a, okay, guys, we can only see each other once every three weeks. Like, we just, when we haven't seen each other for a while, we're like, yo, let's. Yeah, but hold on. You've just said contrary to popular belief. So, what that leads me to believe is that you think all your mates and perhaps your girlfriend, God forbid, spend a little too much time around and they believe that you like that but what you're saying is guys let's turn that down I, i'd like a little more alone time that's what i prefer that is that's not what i'm saying at all i don't know where that no came but from. you said contrary to co- popular belief yes. i enjoy being alone so that would tell me that popular belief is that you don't enjoy being alone no i popular belief in this case yes 
all right in this case in the studio currently yes okay is that james you're sad that you live alone well you said uh, I live alone. contrary to that popular belief i enjoy living alone so it's only popular with me 100 percent of the people in the studio well i only said it in this case in this context i hear yes. you so you're not saying your girlfriend must visit less that's not what i'm saying at all yeah because that could be a bit of a situation and a bit of a weird way to say it uh, weird platform to set on a, yeah. on a sports show, huh? Yeah, very weird. Yeah. But hey, who, who am I to judge? It is a sports show. Listen, we'll talk about. Um, hey, James, good to have you. And okay, you're not going to be alone for this show. Yay! Yeah, glad. I'm also. I'm, I'm as glad. Um, so, Alex Ferguson, we'll talk about Man United and the situation they find themselves in. I find it absolutely ridiculous. Uh, did they make some mistakes post Fergie? And why are they struggling to recover? We'll talk a little bit about that. Newcastle possibly going to get relegated and still be the richest sports club in the world. Um, it's a whole situation. We'll talk about Eddie Howe and whether that was the right call. And then Ballon d'Or last night while wow, social media is on fire. It is ablaze. Leo Messi goes to number seven, record breaking, uh, breaking his own, his own record of six to seven. He, he had the record and now he's got seven. And uh, we'll do the top 10 of the Ballon d'Or and we'll discuss it and inevitably James thinks uh, his guy obviously Mo Salah should have been should have been Ballander or Emiratus so Messi no, should have won Messi should have won it what's that I just don't think Messi should have won it I don't I don't think Salah's like the one that oh he the, I just don't think Messi should have won it we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there oh James I can't go against you now that I know you're feeling a bit lonely you know what I mean I don't want to kick a man while he's down um you you can do whatever you want to do. You're a strong, independent woman who don't need no James. Contrary to popular belief, I don't want you to be lonely. That's nice of you. It's the MKT show. <laughs> <laughs> CliffCentral.com So if you are new to this platform and this show, it's called the MKT Show. And by the way, if you're on YouTube for the first time, please do subscribe because that matters. We're trying to get to a thousand and then that means we've got a thousand subscribers. So we're trying to do that. We're about 150 away. So like, share, subscribe, maybe create a new email address so that you can subscribe and you can get us to a thousand. That would be the greatest thing that we can do for one another uh, on this fine day. Um, James, I had an interesting thought last night. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not... Dude, am I going to like where this is going or... No, well, I mean, I had an interesting thought last night. Okay, hit me with it. And let's be very clear, it was only interesting to me at the time because there was nobody else there for me to go, hey, I'm going to tell you this thought and I wonder if it's interesting. Okay, I'm, I'm prepared. Hit so should I phrase that in... According to me, I had an interesting thought last night. Um, I had an interesting... No. I had an interesting thought according to me. That's what I said. No, you said it the other way around. Uh, okay, you, you'd prefer to... Okay, no, yeah. fair enough. So whatever you said is what I'm uh, going with now. But I thought, it's 2021. It so is. So we're in season three of COVID now, hey? Uh, we're almost in season three of COVID. Almost. Well, when did it start? 19, March 19, eh? Oh, yeah. You mean like internationally? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean... Uh, South Africa, it was the 26th But yeah, of I mean, March. around the same time. Yeah, we're, we're almost on season three. And so what, what is a season two finale? 
Yeah, we're we're entering the uh, the season two closing stages yeah, yeah. where we the, start setting up the cliffhangers. The Omri Con or I'm I'm I don't even know what. Omarion. Yeah, uh, I don't speak Greek. I don't either. Anyway, my thought was this: Are people still going to go to cinemas? Like, like now? When was the last time you went to the cinema? Oh. Even pre-COVID, like a while back. Was it COVID vibes or do you just not dig movies? Um, I prefer to like, if I'm watching a movie for the first time, like the, the whole cinema vibe thing is cool. Yeah. But I, I do prefer the whole like, make a, like a Christmas bed and... That vibe, the blankets. Yeah. Hmm. So, so what is your, like, like for you, and it's interesting for me because you're in a relationship what does your lady prefer? Does she like going to the movies or does she also like the, you know, blanket? Yeah. Kappa. You know yeah. what I mean? Do you do the, what do you do? The hot chocolate with the two um, marshmallows inside. You, you strike me. You do the hand on the mug. No, uh, we do the, the uh, popcorn with Smarties. Okay. Yeah. In, uh, in, the, in the popcorn. That's, that's the that slaps. It yeah, slaps. But, but people do like that. It, it sounds like a monstrosity. I, and I've, I've seen that worldwide. It's a bit of a thing. Okay, so you do that. And then, so when movies at home, you ever going to cinema again? I mean, there's no way, surely. Uh, am I ever going to a cinema again? Yeah, like, no, because now we're living in the COVID times and it's like people's salaries are getting slashed and, and, and. Yeah, yeah I'm saying, my man. I think the the cinemas are going to be and are in like a weird time because like people i think like initially people were scared to like leave their house and stuff yeah but i think like now people are like uh like you'll see in december um like all the small towns at the coast that all the valleys like to go to <laughs> like will be packed again the cinemas huh yeah well i mean those towns so i think everything's returning to normal even though covid's still here but you know what I've just thought about as as you were saying that it's like um, people still have families like you can't have your kids in your house the whole time I'm just thinking as a, as a bachelor you know like I'm pretty sure parents are like as soon as kids can do stuff where for four hours I can just eat a piece of salmon or whatever without somebody vomiting on my shirt or whatever kids do you know like I'm pretty sure moms and dads cannot wait for cinemas to reopen but here's my big dilemma, actually. Here's where, here's where it becomes a situation for me. I need to know what the hell is happening with... Um, what's the movie with blue people? Uh, uh, Avatar. 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 Avatar, yeah. Avatar. What's going on there? Is, he, is that releasing now, this summer, or next year? December? I think next year. December, next year? Yeah, yeah no, he's, he, he spent... James Cameron spent 10 years on the first one and is going into another 10 years of this one. You're going to go to the... Because here's what I'm thinking. All the money we're saving on cinema, people are spending it on their own like home theaters now. I, I, like, I'm not doing that, but I imagine that's what people are doing. Do you, you know what I mean? Like, do you want your kids going out there, getting COVID, bringing it back? I live with granny. Uh-oh. Ooh, not you know granny, what I mean? huh? Yeah, Yo, you're, you're granny getting COVID now. But I also think like... There's, there's like, there's, there's something that draws a lot of people to going to cinemas, but like Umbelelo Gavin in the comments says, like, there's now, now you have Disney Plus, Netflix, Amazon Prime. That was like, going to be my next question, right? Is like, 
um, HBO and Warner Brothers. So, for instance, I still haven't watched Mortal Kombat because I still haven't bought my TV. But that, that's a conversation for a different time. Oh, you were going to buy some 27 million inch TV, huh? Well, I'm I still saving for it. But then we, we had a little sort of business opportunity pop up, you know? Oh, we did have that. And then I had to pay for that. And, and yeah. it was like, oh, now I have it. Like, I had no money before. Now I have absolutely no money. Tough to buy a TV when you have absolutely no money. And then COVID is the uh, the running theme in all of this because you had no money COVID, no money business thing. COVID, no business thing, no money. At all. COVID's like the, um, the overarching theme here. Not sure what you mean, but I, I, th- I think I, 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 somehow I'll figure out what you meant there. <laughs> so the, I'll, I'll have to now... Go and unravel. I probably have to watch that clip 12 to 18 times to figure out what you meant. But I think what you're saying is I've got absolutely no money. Yeah, and COVID is somewhat to blame. That's what I was saying. No, that's not what I was saying at all. Okay, well, then we're on. We're on. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I just, I, I now have absolutely no money, so I can't buy the TV. But my point was, I can just buy Mortal Kombat from Warner Brothers directly now at my house. Why would I want to spend let's say 200 bucks on petrol or an Uber, another 200 bucks on a ticket. Like how good can movie experiences get? I've already got virtual reality goggles at home. I mean, I don't have those, but I'm saying people, you, mm. do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, like movies, what, what more can they do? Cause I've been, I don't know. Have you been to these 3d movie theater things? So not uh, IMAX or whatever, not like 3D. I think it's 4D, it's called, actually. What, like where, where like, it splashes yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And ha- yeah. Have you had that experience? I, I went um, in in Dubai and then also I think Gold Reef City has it. Oh, does it? Yeah. I, think yeah, so. I went in Sweden. Oh, hectic. Well, yeah, but, uh, I mean, whatever. Yeah, it's all very creepy stuff. So, but is that where they're going to have to take it now? Like, w- what's the next sensory experience? Because that's what I'm thinking about movies now. It's like... You're going to have to get me to the movies to experience something I can't at home. Like if I've got a 4K TV, 60-inch t- TV at home, why would, why would I leave my house with my beautiful girlfriend, wife, partner to go to a mall, to park? You know what I mean? Like, unless do people enjoy that whole experience? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got friends that uh, make a point of uh, going to the movies. I'm not sure if it's like what their, their sort of schedule is. But they, they make a point of, of going to the movies to watch things when they're released. And I think it's that whole thing of watching um, whatever cinematic thing you're watching on this IMAX screen. I, I think it's that whole thing. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, it's probably never going to go away, huh? I think they'll, always, they'll, they'll be around for a while still. What's, what's on the movies now? Obviously, Eternals. Been through that. I've done my Salma Hayek thing. Uh, Spider Man's releasing, which I'm very excited for. Spider Man's my favorite superhero. I thought you said Batman was. No, no, I said. Oh, you said Batman's the greatest movie of all time. That's also not not the words that escaped my mouth. What do you mean? What did you say then? I said it is one of. That's a lie. That's a lie. You said it's the best. It's the best movie. It's the one with Christian Bale, huh? You like yeah, that one, the, the Christopher Nolan one with Heath Ledger and Christian Bale. Yeah. yeah, so Nolan, that's all Nolan, very dark. Come on. So in the movies at the moment, yeah, <laughs> we're a sports show, but um, this weekend at the movies, that's it. Barry Ronga. <laughs> 
the Matrix Resurrections. Wait, how many Matrix movies are they making? They they did a re well, not a remake. They did number four. Is they, that with Keanu? Uh, I I think this one. Yeah, it is still with Keanu. Reeves. Is Morpheus in it? Um, not that I can see from the poster, but probably probably is. You can't leave Morpheus out. That guy's a good actor. What's his name? Um. Anyway, well, yeah. Lawrence Fishburne, Fishburne. is his name. Shout yeah. out, shout out, yeah. Oh, the research yeah, team got me. That's it, that's good. Lawrence Fishburne, yeah. yeah. He, he's an excellent actor in general. Okay, so Matrix, what else? Uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. I met uh, T- Tom Hardy, met him in the UK. Pretty cool guy, actually. Also a, a good British actor. We were speaking yesterday about British actors. Tom Hardy. Oh, yeah, I mean. Okay, I'm just going to continue. Um, Eternals is here. Uh, James Bond Eternals no- still there yeah yeah how long is it going to be out for uh, probably the next two and a half weeks depends on how well it does sometimes are they doing those annoying movie tours like you, you know when actors go to like red carpets and stuff and stuff like that the premieres yeah like premier yeah. Oh, are those still happening mm. like Salma Hayek's just there say, what's she saying say movie about me look at Thanos he was in the in the last movie <laughs> this movie is me I mean, I'm a, I'm a big actor. <laughs> That's what she's saying on the red carpet. Uh, uh, Selma, pleasure to meet you. Well done on your movie. Um, what, 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 what would you say is your um, greatest experience from filming uh, and being part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, it's a, it's a little bit tricky because uh, I do other movies. It's, uh, I don't like the, this new set because of COVID. It's a, it's a little bit smaller. I like a, a big trailer because I'm a big actress. It's a, it's a different time to be making a movie. So it's okay. I make, I make a, a muchos dinero and then I go home. I have a big house. Very big house. It's a muchos grande house. It's a casa. That's, a, that's Salma Hayek. Uh, I'm not going to continue with that interview. <laughs> um, yep. James Bond, No Time to Die. Okay, I, I mean, is that Daniel Craig? Or, or? Yeah, that's. I, I think that's uh, the last... Uh, did he get cancelled yet? Didn't he get cancelled? Why would he get cancelled? Yeah, he, I think he said something. Did he really? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, not Daniel but, Craig. But, but it's his last James Bond movie, thank goodness. Uh, James Bond is meant to be Pierce Brosnan, not a bouncer. He, uh, that guy looks like a bouncer. Nothing suave or smooth about can it. I, can I ask you a, like a kind of semi-controversial question? Well, I don't know if it's controversial yet. So, wait, w- would it be controversial for you or for me? Um, no, it's just a... Okay, let me give you some context. <laughs> okay. okay. So, oh, boy. <laughs> so, um, so I, I've, I've been doing a lot of like reading into it, right? Okay. Um, and a lot of these articles say things along the lines of, and again, these are from articles I've read. This is not my opinion. Cool. Okay. Um, some of these articles say that James Bond as a story mm-hmm. or as a concept is about, uh, like a, like a suave, uh, British white male yes right yeah that's the the story around like take everything else out of it yeah whether yeah, yeah, there's yeah. 27 different white dudes yes doesn't matter like yeah james bond white british dude yeah secret agent yes yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what womanizing he is, right? piece of work yeah 
So, so what do you think of all of this um, this stuff at the moment? And it has been going on for a while about uh, possibly Idris Elba, possibly a black lady. Has color ever lady? Yeah. No, that's too far. Yeah. Lady, too far. Way too far. Whoa, no, 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 no. You can have James Bond's secret like training partner release a different series with her. Like, no, we don't need that. We don't need that in it now. Um, has color ever come up in terms of the writing in the past? Um, I, I think, I think it's been a mixture of both. I think it's no, been... no, no, no. I just mean in the writing. Well, like, like see, oh, it, in the actual it, writing, yeah, of the... because the because it's a fake character. So, yeah. like, who cares whether it's Idris Elba or Pierce Brosnan? To me, I, like, I, I don't really care about the the color of the guy. Yeah. British, suave, yeah, handsome, tall. Like if if the, if that's what the characteristics are for James Bond, Idris Elba is unbelievable. Yeah. Like I, I I think he's 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 an excellent actor. So, mm. so yeah, Idris Elba is is probably as cut out black guy as you could get for that role right now. And I hate it when they get Americans to play British roles. It, it never works. So Idris is the guy. If they're gonna go, let's you know, let's get everyone involved. Uh, let's try and move away from you know just white people in movies, which I think is the movement right now. So, yes. lady, too far though. Like people need to be able to say that. Release a new franchise for a lady. Otherwise, it just like the lady actor can never win in that situation, right? Is I would say don't set her up. Kind of like Ghostbusters. I'm not sure if you saw how that went. It might have been good, but it just all became the, um, about what are you guys doing? The you know what I mean? All female cast. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So not because it was an all female cast. It was just a train smash. It just wasn't. Oh, was it terrible? It was. No, because you, you know why? Inevitably, even the next James Bond, if they get a lady, it will be terrible because so much of it will be about that mm. instead of like, hey, what's the writing like? Yeah. You know what? Is this actress actually good? Mm. And it'll just be like, okay, let's just sweep up the wave of political correctness instead of... And you know who loses in that situation? Is the actress. You, you know what yes, I mean? Yeah. She She's now going to be that, that token figure mm. who... Even if she was good, people are going to go, ah. Whereas if you open up a brand new franchise and you let her rock like five secret agent films, right? Then she wins all the way. And then we judge her on, on a whole different character thing. And, and what? Is, is Hollywood out of writers now? Like, can we not write another Jason Bourne female figure? Like, it's not that hard, is it? What do we... So you know James Bond is like a womanizer, did? Yeah, I love it. What what vibes that gonna be if James Bond's a woman? Yeah, we'll just sleep with different men. Well, what's the story? <laughs> why, why can't? Uh, also, also, she can also sleep with lots of women. What's the? <laughs> no, but that's what oh, I'm that'll saying. be awesome. Like, Imagine, I uh, like Jemima Bond, lesbian. Oh, Jemima, perfect. Bond. No, it's perfect. Perfect. That's perfect. That that's what the 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 female James Bond version, whatever they call her, we're just gonna say Jemima for now. Lesbian. Perfect. Let's rock with that. Boom, boom, boom. She's still a womanizer, and it's still eye candy for everyone, and it attracts a whole new market. I mean, very few movies are made for just lesbians. What about that, huh? People are always talking about black people and women. What about lesbians? Let's let's bring those ladies in the game as well. You know. So you're saying we should change it from. Uh, Oscars so white to Oscars so straight. Um, would that be an anti-hashtag? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. like a couple of years ago when when this whole thing started, it was about how all these these white dominant films are winning the Oscars and they're the ones that are in the limelight and stuff. And then they started this hashtag called Oscars So White. Oh, I see. So yeah. that's why I'm asking you, should it now be Oscars So Straight? Or No, what about, what, what about the lesbians? Hashtag, what about the lesbians? That's what I'd say. <laughs> if, if I'm a lesbian, I'm the out lesbians? there. I'm jumping in my Subaru right now. I'm going to the hardware store in my jeans and uh, checkered shirt because that's what lesbians wear. And all of my lesbian friends drive Subarus. Sorry, if I see a lady in a Subaru now, I'm like, oh, that wow, there's a lesbian. What if it's what if it's one of those Subarus that are like a, a mummy's car? No, the, the station wagon one. Yeah, yeah, that's lesbian o'clock right there. <laughs> that 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 car is lesbian o'clock. I'm telling you, 100 percent guaranteed. Every time you see a lady in a Subaru station wagon, guaranteed to be lesbian. Like almost 100 percent of the time, out of 100 percent of the time. I uh, I. Got nothing to add to that. Sam Shapiro says Halle Berry for Bond, Jane Bond. But she's already... Uh, you see, there we go. What you do is you do the reference point back to the movie where Halle Berry was the lady in the orange bikini. One yeah, of the, she, was, she was a Bond girl. Yeah, in, and boy, oh boy. What was it? Tomorrow Never Dies, I think. Who cares? I mean, have you seen her in that orange bikini? Then you link that story. Actually, she was like... She was there to see if Bond still had the goods or whatever... And she went back and did a report and they were happy with her. Mm. And then she got her own division. And now it turns out that actually we're having problems wherever in the world. And her first mission, because James has COVID, it's perfect. James has COVID right now. We don't know if he's going to make it through COVID. The way to release her and her line. And we call, we don't even associate it to James Bond. It's not even related to James Bond. It's a not even involved. There's not, there's. We don't see Dame Judi Dench mm. at all. Mm. It's a whole different thing. Now they've set up a whole thing for just for her. Mm. Oh, what and Halle Berry's lesbian. What would the first installment of Jane Bond be called? Um, the the hardware store. Uh, uh, Subaru and back. It's not, this is not controversial to say, why, is this a bit controversial to say lesbians drive Subaru station wagons? Well, I mean, it's, I don't think it's controversial. I just think it's, it's, um, it's out of place to assume. Why? If it's true. Not. Where are your facts or is it a conspiracy? Trust me, dude. Trust me. I know three ladies. Three. So, Uno, so, dos, tres. All of them. Three. Incredibly lesbian. And we're very, very close. All of them have climbing ropes in the back of their car. And it's all Subaru station wagons. Certified. So, Every time you see a lady from now on in a Subaru, you're like, oh, wow, she must have adopted those kids. Why? She's a lesbian. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I didn't, I didn't know the conversation would go here, but... Sam, Sam Shapiro says, Halle Berry getting chased by Idris Elba the whole movie. <laughs> and then in the end, she walks out with her female lover, hops into a Subaru and drives off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome! <laughs> that would be... 
absolutely incredible. But but on a very serious note, I think you know what? Uh, to bring it back to a sports analogy, I always say to people: women's tennis and men's tennis view it as different sports. Otherwise, you 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 actually marginalise the great Serena Williams because what happens then is just physically, there's nothing Serena can do to compete with the hundredth best man in the world. It's not because Serena's not an all-time great apex animal, right? She's one of the greatest sports people to ever live. What you should do is view women's tennis as a separate sport because then you allow Serena Williams to be an apex on her own because she it's just not it's not smart to present it all as one package because she's getting nowhere near the top 100 and we reduce her greatness. It's like are we that lazy? Like we don't, women don't need to be in the same lane as guys. I, I think it's a big mistake that women's football is making right now. Have your own lane, and we can create different lanes with a different appeal and a different look and a different, like, just make it new, dude. Otherwise, we 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 keep going back to lazy, boring stuff that that was made for men. If if we just keep using the same kind of templates, you know what I mean. I'd like us to get more creative and, and think, if we're going to a new world, let's not use old templates. Like, that's so boring. So, so you're saying for like, to, to bring it to sport, right? Yeah. Are you saying, so I've seen a lot over the last couple of weeks on social media, Sky Sports specifically, uh-huh. uh, have been pushing uh, women's football. And, uh, and in particular, uh, women's Premier League football. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and they've, they've sort of been reporting on it and posting on it like they would the, the normal, like actual Premier League, right? Yes. So are you saying that maybe they should do their own, like, not a Premier League style thing, but like a, their own Champions League thing, kind of, but completely different format to what the current one is, just to make it its own. Lane, or how 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 do you follow suit when suit is multi-billion-dollar FIFA and UEFA with pretty pretty solid tournament setup? That's everyone at FIFA's job to figure it out. Like like that's why they get paid exorbitant fees. What I'm saying is, so I don't know what Sky are going to do about it because it's an absolute beast of a thing to figure out because. What happens now with women's football, if you put it on the same platforms as, as men's, like, I, I'll tell you honestly, women's football might be good, but I'm not missing Tottenham Arsenal to watch the ladies Chelsea Leon game, right? Is why are we not finding a way to have that as its own? Like, why doesn't Sky, and, and perhaps they're working on it, why is there not a football women's channel? Like, like exclusively, and, and by the way, just as, as, as we all have to do in companies with CSI, right, is they must build that into their financial model. I, I don't want to hear where's the money going to come from. Like, you, build that into your model. And it's not the club's duty to, to sort this out, by the way. I, I hate how that always happens. It's the sponsor's duty to pay for that. It's, it's not Manchester United's job to fund the women's team. The sponsors need to really climb in because that's where the money is, right? Like, it's Sky's job and the sponsors to let's build a brand new platform. Like, like Disney don't go, hey, Netflix, can we, can we put our shows on your platform? Because you guys seem to be doing well or whatever, right? <laughs> what do they do? They build Disney Plus. I think it's tricky, though, because there's, there's, 
I mean, obviously, in, investors want to invest, and there are um, investors at the moment in those leagues. Yeah. I think a lot of these large companies are very hesitant because... They want return on investment. Yeah, it? I was about to say, there is no... Re- well, I mean, I, I don't want to say there is none. Yeah. But... It's tough. It's there's, tough. Listen, the numbers no aren't the yeah. numbers are not great. I, yeah. I work in this business. I'll tell you, women's football is struggling in terms of viewership. But, but again, how's it being framed? Because also, you must remember, if you put it next to the men's game, right? And it's a different sport. Like it, it's just not the same. And if you put it next to the men's game, it's going to look even worse. Which is why it, it, we need to find a way to separate the two. And listen, I do not envy the people that have to do this, but. Ultimately, it has to happen, for goodness sake. Like, we, we can't still be arguing that girls can't play soccer or whatever. Like, come on, man. It's 2021. Uh, people must do stuff. You, you, you know what I mean? Uh, Sam Shapiro says, women's football just needs Subaru sponsors to really get things going. <laughs> now, I do want to say the Chelsea captain, I forget what her name is. She's awesome. Uh, she's lesbian, probably has a Subaru. Probably. She's lesbian, and she's the captain of my football club. I just forget what her name is, and she's awesome. She is awesome. You know, probably has a a Subaru as well. Who's the American lady? Uh, Megan Rapinoe. Megan Rapinoe. She probably has two Subarus. It's the MKT show. If there's a Subaru at the hardware store, there's probably two ladies in there. Sianda Mabaso says, Someone once said women's football needs a Real Housewives spin-off so women can up the viewership. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Wowzers. You see now. Like, what do you do with that comment now? I'm, I'm not touching that one. That, that is... <laughs> Real Housewives. <laughs> Oh, Isn't something Senzo watches? Probably. That guy will watch anything. Senzo is an incredible content um, consuming machine. You ever seen Real Housewives? Uh, a couple of episodes. Is your lady into that, that kind of reality mm-hmm. show? Not, not her thing, huh? I know I know. We uh, when I still lived with my parents, my mom and my brother used to love watching... Uh, was it Real Housewives of Josie or something? Uh, I have a story about the one lady from that, but I can't really tell it. I, uh-huh. I'm not sure where we are in terms of that. It was... Can't just blue ball everyone like okay, that. Okay, well, l- let me just say this. Is the one lady that was on there kind of kind of iced a... A guy who I used to be friends with kind of iced his father's marriage. It's pretty... Yeah, it was a, quite a tasty situation in the end. Like a, like a homewreck of that? Yeah. No, big time. Yeah. No, it was... And it was awkward for everyone because she was like living in the house now. No way. Yeah, dude, it was weird. We once went to go watch, I think it was the World Cup where we ended up watching a game at this house. And it was just weird, dude. Because, yeah, I, I, I guess I can't say. <laughs> but, but in terms of her culture and him, it's like worlds apart as well. And we got there and her friends were... They bore a different, yeah, 
a whole different spice to to Dane Fern. Yeah, very very interesting. Real Housewives of was it was it Real Housewives of Josie or Joburg? I, I don't know, but so, so you, you've been quite into it, Ham. Hey? I haven't. Uh, before I moved out, my mom and my brother. Your, your mom and your brother. Yeah. What do you think it is about those shows that gets people? Like, like, is it just nice to watch crazy people do stuff? I think so. I think um, the the explosions and added dramatizations to the fact that Crystal drank the last sip of the Moe champagne, and then. I can't believe you've done this. And then, and then, yeah, I think it's that whole thing. It's kind of like a movie with people you see at the shops. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, pretty much. Like you're never going to see Jennifer Aniston at the shops, but, but you, you, you like, it's just in your mind. It's possible. Like, Oh my word. I know somebody like that. Yeah. Like, Oh my, that's like my sister. Maybe that's what it is. You, you know what I mean? Cause it doesn't have to be in a crystal champagne moe house or whatever, but you might go, Oh my gosh, that lady's so crazy. It's just like my mother-in-law. And she lives in Joburg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wild. Yeah. I it's like also Come Dine With Me. I used to watch that with my mom all well, the time. Wait, what's Come Dine With Me? I, I think I've heard it. What, what is it again? Um, it was originally started in the UK where you have, um, sometimes it varies. So you have four or five dinner guests um, over a period of a week. Okay. And then on the Monday night, it's your turn to make a three-course meal. Tuesday, it's... Sally's turn. Wednesday, it's Marvin's turn. Yeah. And then at the uh, at the end of each meal, you give a score to the host. Yeah. And then at the end of the week, the person with the highest score wins uh, money. And they brought the series to to South Africa. Um, that's entertaining to watch. That's good stuff. Like I would, South Africans are. When you get a South African who can cook, I mean, hey, we know how to cook because we've got nice food here as well. Yes. Uh, new, breaking news: The Brits' food should is it should be for rats and dustbins because, largely speaking, their food is dog show. It is dog show. Like, listen, you pay for what we pay for prime. You know when you think to yourself, oh, "I'm going to a really nice steak place here," and I don't mean a certain uh, chief with feathers in his hair kind of place. But when you're spending four or five hundred bucks for a steak in South Africa, you know you're getting yeah. yeah. You'll spend 800 rand in, in London for a piece of steak that is no fit. It's not fit enough to be dog food. And their, their vegetables are so gross and dead. You know, so, so that show would work in South Africa because we're into food here. Hey, like, hey, but a borovos, a bit of this steak. Like, oh, I don't like that. Salmon. Okay. I don't like that. Hake. Don't, I don't like that. You know, we've got, we've got everything. Our waters are so rich here. Our, our soil is awesome. Our wine is some of the best in the world. So, shout that, out to All Southern. of that being said, though, yeah. um, I do very often look forward to, to Christmas. Um, stepdad, who is British, born in Tottenham. Um, but for Christmas, he does literally, <laughs> literally everything. Like gammon. Turkey, yeah, but he's like Yorkshire a Michelin-level chef. No, potatoes. But, but to, to, to your point, in, in Britain, like to have an awesome... What we think here is like a lacquer meal at the restaurant. In Britain, you need your stepdad to be the restaurant chef. Like, you can't just pop out in Britain to a Tasha's and think you're going to have an awesome meal. It, it doesn't work that way. Like, to have an awesome meal in Britain, you've got to be like a soccer player. And I'm being dead serious. Anybody who's lived in... Again, I'm just taking London in this case. Like... If you've had an awesome meal in London, 
two grand at least. What we pay six, seven hundred bucks with drinks and wine and whatever here, two grand at least for a mediocre steak and upwards. It's mental, dude. So your 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 stepdad though, hey, he's moving and grooving. He's in there. He's tasting. Those people that can cook, they make me mad. Oh, it's he and he starts the day before Christmas with oh, really? all the the stuff, and he gets things going. Dude, Yorkshire puddings. Wow. Yeah. That, is he the you can't taste guy as well? Because a lot of you, you you know I remember like my mom is the you, like you welcome in the kitchen for a glass of juice. But I, I don't want you thinking that potato baker that's over there is for your disgusting fingers to go in or like or, or a spoon. There's none of that with my mom. Otherwise, there's a bit of a situation. Is, is your is your stepdad like that? No, no. no. I, I often try and get on to kitchen duty on Christmas Day. Yes. Um, just so that, you know, one thing that I really love that he makes, which is really weird out of everything, is the stuffing. Um. So I, I, I try to get there, that side of the table, so that I can, oh, look at this stuffing. Let me just. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying. It's like a, a barbecue or a braai. You know, you know where you have to be. The pound seat is not being the person braaiing. You've got to be the guy in charge of getting beers for the guy braaiing. Because you know how the guy on the braai will always be making extra meat to eat on the go? Yes. And then you get... Because people are always late for braais. Yep. You get the spill-off effect of being the guy who's hanging out with the braai guy, but you've been bringing him beer. So he's like, oh, you want to chop or whatever. You know what I mean? As they're like, it, it's not for everyone else. It's for us here at the braai. Because he's like six rounds in now of meat on the braai. You want to be with that oak. That, that's who I want to be. And I figured that out at braais. But you've also got to be a little bit careful with it because you don't want to be at the point where you, you you're busy handing him his 15th beer and he's still got quite a bit of food to go no 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 then but 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 you shouldn't be at that bribe because your quality bryman is not he he takes it like and you're afrikaans james surely you must have an uncle or something who takes it too seriously like there's there are some people who take their brying way too seriously i love those oaks you, you those guys are specialists at what they do do you know what i mean they're not getting drunk they're making sure everything's moving Say, hey, 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 Ricky, yeah, bro, bring, the, bring the hot pan. Yeah, the chicken's ready, man. And he, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? That guy. He's, he's never drunk, that guy. Um, but, I, but I know what you mean. You, you, you got to keep him under control. But, but you want the guy who's controlling himself. I, I haven't had a braai um, in a very long time, and I do miss them. I'm going to come back to what you've just said. Um, Yondandigi here says, come dine with me is great. I want to enter next season. RSA version is actually more about roasting each other, uh, <laughs> but also uh, more about food as well. I guess that is because um, we have great food. I have to agree with you. And, and sometimes as, as, as South Africans, I don't think we appreciate how good our food is until you've traveled. Oh, when you go to Europe, you realize, oh, I get why they came here 400 years ago. Their place is terrible to live. But, and I could be wrong. I'm, I'm no history buff, as we all know. Yeah. Um, uh, I was actually thinking about it. There's a reason why, and I, I can't really say because I've never actually been to the UK, mm -hmm. but there's a reason why the, the, the food in the UK is of a certain quality. Um, and it's because mm -hmm. uh, a lot of um, uh, people were impoverished. Yeah. And uh, it was around like World War vibes, right? So there was constant <laughs> like just turmoil everywhere. And they would buy, there's something called toad in the hole. Yes, I'm aware of it. Which is, if you don't know, like 
pork sausages in a bunch of is it like batter or pastry yeah yeah it's very, very yeah good. and then you have it with like gravy right so it's filling and it's warm yeah no because of the weather and the impoverishment in the uk i'm which I'm, was because of i say again well what did you say that was because of though what the, war? the war which war yeah wait what which war um well there were two of them and I'm going to go with... You think there were a couple before that, maybe? I mean, those were sort of 1917, and, and we're talking about 1939 and, and 45. It's probably a little before that, uh, James. Uh, well, a wise w- man once said war is war, so... Yeah. War no, they did cause it, and, you know... Now, I know what I'm about to say now is, is not very open-minded, and you don't like that. But it, what I'm saying is a little bit based on facts. It's because Britain is an extremely classist system. So in within that, what they did was they reduced... Uh, about 80% of their society to what we call the peasantry or the proletariat. Uh, and in that, what they denied them was any, anything like that, right? And so actually what happened with Britain is even in terms of farming, they got uh, Scandinavians. You heard of them? Uh, we, we often depict them as Vikings. The Scandinavians. Yeah, you heard of them? Yeah, yeah. Sort of yeah. Sweden, that, that, that whole vibe. So yeah. what happened was... Uh, Back in the day, the Brits were so far behind in terms of technology, and actually what helped them was the invasion of, um, of Britain many, many times by those, uh, the hordes of, of Vikings. Yeah. So that got their technology up, and there's a, uh, also their soil's terrible. It's always, it's always uh, kind of raining there. It only grows certain stuff. You can only grow certain stuff in the United Kingdom. By the way, tea doesn't grow in the UK. Well, I'm aware of that, and yeah. you'd be surprised. No, not really. I mean, you know. Well, I mean, like I said, I'm I'm no history buff. That that much is clear. You said the war, uh, but it was because of classism, which was <laughs> multiple wars. How many? How, how many have there been? Ever? Would you say anywhere between one and Argentina? Do you know? Do you know Napoleon? The guy with the short guy complex. He wasn't Who short. He was actually okay. wasn't short. Okay, what's the story? I don't know. Um. Yeah, my, I think my girlfriend actually told me. She was like, you know, he wasn't actually short. Sounds like your girlfriend's read a book. Maybe you should hang out with your girlfriend more. She is, she is a very intelligent woman. Well, maybe you should hang out with her more because you stop with the conspiracy theories. And I did then... this weekend. Oh, how, how did that go? Yeah, what did you get up to? Uh, if you don't mind me asking. She moved into a new place, so I went to go see that. But does she still live in the middle of Brazil? Or no, no, no. She now lives in um, Pretoria. Tswane. Yeah, okay. Yeah? Um which is still the middle of nowhere. I mean, uh, it's uh, it's like similar to my apartment also. So it, it's also a loft apartment. Why does she live in Pretoria? Because that's where she got a new job. Ah, okay. No, yeah. smart. Yeah. Smart. You don't want to live in Joburg and, and deal with traffic. Okay. Well, you just don't want to live in Joburg. That's well, about full I mean, stop. Yeah, that's because you live in a slum village and I've told you to move. So I wouldn't want to live where you live. It's perfect where I live. No, no, it's not perfect. You, you live in a slum village and for the same price, you can move to a nice suburb. Hey, hey, hey. Can't be that bad if there's a Porsche dealership. Do we need to go here again? <laughs> I don't. Do, do we need to go here again? Well, I just feel like you wouldn't put a Porsche dealership in a slum village. I wouldn't live where you live if you paid me to live there. I, I would. I wouldn't take that offer. Well, that's only because you're a like a, a snobby, pretentious person. I don't live in a snobby, pretentious place. I mean, the area you live in isn't exactly like. Everyone can afford to live there. 
No, but that's because you live in a slum village voluntarily. So anything that's fu- semi-functional looks like I'm now uh, like one of those ladies on Come Dine With Me or whatever. <laughs> Whereas I actually, I live in just a normal place. But because you've chosen to live in squalor, anything that kind of works where the, the, there isn't sewage flowing in the streets, you're like, oh my God, the King of England must live here. And I'm not the king of England. I, I, I like where I live. The ease of access is dope. Just move. What is wrong with Why you? Why do I need to move? Because your area is a slum village. Why is it a slum village? Do we need to go here? I want to know. When you leave James's complex, you yeah. turn right out of there and immediately you are submerged by a, a brand new set of shacks that's just been... That's incorrect. James, at the top of that road... Yeah, but you make it sound like it's literally outside my front gate. It's 500 meters from where you live. If not less. You go to that main road, you turn right up the road. That's 500 meters maximum from where you live. Yeah, but there's like a, there's a Porsche dealership in the middle. Of the <laughs> <time>. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Hey? It's unbelievable. <laughs> but okay, fine. James lives in a slum village and um, we'll be okay with that. So James, it's not because of World War II. World War II is just the other day that... Uh, <laughs> so, so what are you thinking? What, what about the Irish? Because they, they're known for eating potatoes. Uh, they're also known for drinking a l- lot of beer. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are you suggesting? Oh, no. Now you've called Irish people. Oh, my goodness. So you're saying, are you saying Irish people are alcoholics now, James? No. Didn't they make Guinness, though? I think you were headed there, though. South Africans, I'm pretty sure, are alcoholics. We drink a lot, dude. <laughs> That's a good pivot. That's a good pivot because you can't be seen, especially the Republic of Ireland. That's not the guys you want to get on the wrong side of because they've told Britain basically, hey, we are not a part of this and we're tired of the leprechaun thing, even though their accent is <laughs> it's a little bit comical. <laughs> like it's, it's 333. Stop saying 333. <laughs> <laughs> What do they say? 333. Can I interview you like I interviewed Selma? Uh, I, don't, I don't know because also Irish people, they're not. No, maybe in the future. Maybe in the future. Because I'm Robbie Keane. <laughs> Catholic. <laughs> so Robbie Keane says I'm Catholic. I, I hate everything that's happening. Uh, no, no, I'm not a Protestant. I'd never met a, a Protestant gal. Robbie Keane. Played for Tottenham. Roy Keane, he was before me. He left. Is that all you can say is just Roy Keane? Yeah, he, pun- he, he punched Mick McCarthy in the face. How do, how do you say potatoes? Potatoes. <laughs> what about Guinness? you, you got to go to the, you know, the Guinness. It's important because here in Ireland, we have the one and only champion. Isn't Conor McGregor? Conor. He's really, he's really a hero. He's a hero to all of us. And those, those Northern Irish bastards. Sure, our show is, 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 um... The, great, the greatest fly half of all time is Ronan. Ronan O'Gara. How much? There's, there's a different Ronan who could sing. I, I, I'd like to think our show is pretty, um... Diverse. Yeah, we've got a Portuguese person. Yep. Uh, we've got an Irish person. We've got Selma Hayek. Yeah, we have a slum village person like you. We have a like slum you. village. Covering everything. I'm sure there's something we're missing. So we, we've covered Europe. Lesbians. Lesbians. Yep. The war. The war. 
that made that made Britain poor. We we are a sports show. No, we definitely are a sports show. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, but the war in lesbians. I weirdly have a lot of, not a lot, but I've got a couple of lesbian friends. It's just, it's weird. I haven't, I'm not seeking them out. You know, I'm not like, I'm not putting, I'm not putting up adverts on Facebook, like looking for lesbian friends. I just do. They just happen to be in my circle. Um. <laughs> what do you mean? Why is that funny? I, I'm becoming very good at uh, censoring myself. But why do you have to censor yourself? I'm just telling you that. Because thoughts come to my brain. And then it actually makes its way to my mouth. Yeah. And then I'm like... But what don't. thoughts might you have about me having lesbian friends that would be weird? Now, now, now it's weird. <laughs> See, now, now I think you might hate my lesbian friends. And I'm going to have to obviously go to the Subaru dealership up the road. And buy yourself a Subaru. I'll probably get them a, a keychain or something. I mean, I'm a, I don't have time to buy them a car. What kind of money do I have to have there? Oh, because COVID... Poor, uh, that whole thing, right? Hey, speaking of uh, that community, the LGBTI plus community. Yeah. How come? How come most gay guys are super rich? Is it because they don't have kids? Super rich. Yeah. It's like it's always weird to me. Like I go to like, hey, this guy's gay. Oh, look at this house is ridiculous. It's from a movie set. It's because they don't have kids. They don't have kids. I don't... I I think so, actually. Yeah, because the the thing is, if you get married... So think of two gay guys. What are they up to? Boom, boom, boom. We're married. No early costs. Most of the time, when man, woman get married, what do they do? First thing, they stop. Pops out a baby nine months later. That's pretty early on, right? Like, most people who get married, it's in and around the whole kids thing. Not all, but most people who get married, it's in and around the kids thing. Kids are an incredible investment. So your house is going to be... Like, if you're not rich already, your house is going to be terrible. That's for sure. But gay guys, no worries. We ha- we live in the best place. And also, you know what's an awesome thing place to go? Wherever... Uh, Europe. Yeah, Europe's not bad. I mean, it's not my favorite. But yes, because it's liberal as well and is related to the fact that... If you go to what's known as like a gay square... Anywhere in the world, you know, like restaurants, shops, uh, nightclubs or whatever. It's always the nicest part of the whole town. What's up with that as well? Do Are heterosexual people, are, why are we getting left out of that? I, I, I don't have very many like male gay friends, so I don't really go to those types of areas. So what's up with that? Are heterosexuals now becoming victims? I'd like to go to a nice place where all the gay people go. You can go to a nice place. You don't have to be gay to go to like a gay Yeah, bar. but there's a vibe. Like imagine I pitch up there all heterosexual with my lady. Like it's weird now for them. And No, like, but then it won't be weird. Just take the lesbian friends and then there you go. Nah. It's weird. Every, like it's weird now. It's, it's like gay and lesbian people have been oppressed for so long. What am I doing pitching up there all heterosexual? Like people need their own space. But I would, like, I would like my restaurants to be as nice as gay squares, by the way. Incredible. I mean, you do spend a lot of time at Tasha's. That's pretty nice. I don't really go to Tasha's. I go to Paul's. Better than Tasha's. And I do know Natasha, so, you know, I don't know if she watches the show. She, she listens to Gareth's show. But Shout out Natasha. Yeah. Well, she's Tasha from Tasha's. What do, you, what do you think of Tracy's comment about us needing a woman on the show? Tracy says, uh, you need a woman on the show to balance it all out. See, that's tricky. Because, again, now, now I put her in a situation where she has to be in amongst a whole bunch of guys. What, what's to say any woman wants to be on the show? No, no woman wants to no be way. on the show. There's no way. There's, 
there's just no way. I, the, the, the pre-production activities. Yeah. The, the production activities. It's a bit of a lads thing, this show. And then what happens now? The lady gets here and what happens? And now she's in hell. Because we're not changing. Or I'm certainly not having the vibe change. Mm. And now what? I have to put a lady in this situation. Also, after two hours, both of these rooms that we're in don't smell great. Yeah, they don't. You so, don't want to, I wouldn't bring... And I'm pretty sure it's Welcome's fault. Oh, I can't... And Paolo. Welcome and Paolo. I can't get involved uh, in that. Let's take some comments before we go to a break. Paolo Diaz is going to join us and we'll, we'll actually talk some sports at some stage. But Tracy says we need some women. M- maybe we do. Maybe we do. I don't know what woman would want to hang out with us for any longer than, I don't know, two minutes and then they'd all quit. You know? So there's that. Yeah, I'm saying. I'd, I'd be surprised if they make it to two minutes. Yeah. Like, like where, would, where would a lady work here? You know what I mean? Like, would she be in production with you guys? Would she be on set here? You know? Well, I mean, you do have this, this way of repulsing women. So probably not there. Probably not with me, huh? Because mm. now I might say... Because what if she's also... Ah, yeah, no. It'll be, it'll be too tough. Uh, Tracy Bart says, Napoleon, who was uh, left-handed, is also the reason why European countries uh, drive on the right. Very, very true. Now, um, that Napoleon guy, he caused some... Caused a little bit of trouble there, James. He Who, caused, Napoleon? Yeah, caused a bit of trouble, that guy. Uh, there, was another, there was another Italian guy after him who also caused a bit of trouble. I'm not going to... Surprise, surprise. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know an awful lot about Napoleon and his whole vibe. <laughs> his whole vibe. Well, what do you think it was? What do you think his vibe was? He was some short dude that wasn't actually short and he was French. That's about it. I'm not lying. That's about all I know about him. Yeah. He was he was a French dude that was short, and they named a complex after him. Yeah. Um. Not a place where you live, but an actual surname. Uh, but Beau. Yeah. What is it? Beau Beauregard or Beauregard. Bonaparte? Bonaparte. That's the one. <laughs> That's you eventually got there. Yeah. <laughs> It's incredible to me. It's incredible to me how much you know, how little you know about history. Like I, I'm, I'm always, I'm always intrigued. Anything to tell us about Italy? Maybe closer to our time, the war. Anybody from Italy who did anything bad? Good. Um, bad actually. This guy was really bad. Wait, wait. Are we talking about Napoleon here? Or no, he's uh, Italy and France, two different countries. Um, I mean, easy to make that Iberian era- issue. Like, Not really the Iberian coast, but. You know, the Latins or whatever they call the themselves. The guy in Italy. Italy is the boot one. It's the one that looks like a boot on the map. Italy is the one that makes the wine. Yeah, yeah pasta. Let's say pasta because France also makes wine. So That's it's a, true. That's it's a little true. bit tricky, actually. Um, uh, French hook, interestingly, just so you know, that is the French corner. Uh, back in the day when they were dividing things up there. Uh, so they got the Afrikaans guys uh, down in French hook. They, they traded with them. They said... Listen, you guys can stay here, but you have to teach us how to make wine. So that was the trade-off, just so you know. Um, when when you say Italy, I, I, not a lot of people come to mind. Okay, historically, guy, guy called Mussolini. You want to look him up? Oh, Not that the, dude. Yeah, he the, was around for a while, huh? Yeah, too long. He was bad man. Yeah, you don't want to imitate him. Yeah, he had uh, Paolo, Paolo Di Canio. It's a bit of a supporter, which is not good. Um, There's a whole sign. There's a whole. Adolf Hitler had the same sort of symbol. Fascism, not good. So, James, ultimately, the takeaway from this, don't do fascism. And drugs. Don't do drugs. 
you know what? I'd rather you did drugs than fascism. I'll be honest with you. But I don't want to do drugs. Well, then you're saying you want to do fascism. I mean, make no, it I don't want to do fascism either. <laughs> if you had to do drugs or fascism, gun to your head. No, there's a lot of aspects and things that go into this because, like, what drugs are we talking about here? <laughs> oh, are you wondering? You might enjoy the drugs, so, so maybe you get into it. I'm not saying yes or no. No, I know what you're saying. I, I would have thought, no, I'd, I'd rather, I'd probably, I'd probably rather do drugs than fascism. It's, it, it's led to some bad situations. Yeah, but I suppose both. <laughs> no, both no, there's no, 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 stop. Huh? Both, both could. Stop. Could get you killed. No, 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 fascism. <laughs> Let me stop you there. Let me protect you from yourself there. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you were going to say was going to be terrible. Can't they both? No, 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 no. <laughs> Fascism's much, much worse. Mussolini, terrible guy, that guy. Not good. Um, Bulelo Gavin says, come dine with me. The fussy eaters, cultural differences, incredible content. All right, maybe I need to watch Come Dine With You Me. You do, you do. It's dope. It's really cool. Because I, I can't stand reality shows, but... I'm in content. I've got to know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? There's some wacky people that they have on every now and then. And you're just like, how is this person a person? Actually, wait. I think this lady might have been on Come Dine With Me. The one I'm talking about. The one that did the thing. Yeah, the home wrecking thing. No, it was a bad situation. Sure. Because the, 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 the guy was like a pretty big deal within the like northern suburbs of Joburg. Like a pretty, like a pretty very big deal. Within the business sector, yeah, it was a whole situation. Made it made it really sad for me because my mom's or my friend's mother now had to. It's very sad. But what you gonna do, hey? People um, philander out there. Uh, yeah, adultery and stuff. What do we do to bring adultery down? Do we? Do, what's the secret? Chop chop men's bits off, huh? Uh. No, that's not good because that, that's what Idi Amin did. And also another guy, don't, do not replicate what he did to my Ugandan brothers and sisters. But uh, Idi Amin, he, that, that was one of his punishments that he dealt out. So you've probably seen The Last King of Scotland because I can see the empty look in your face right now. You didn't know who Idi Amin was. Um, no, the, I know the name. I, I don't know. who. Last I can tell you, you seen the that? life of me what he did. You've see, you, you seen uh, Last King of Scotland? Uh, James McAvoy, interesting guy. Uh, you should watch that. Um, Forrest Whitaker does a really, really good. It's it's a brutal movie, but but yeah, it's a and they got the facts right, unlike most movies, or some of the facts. Right, facts, I mean. facts are important. Yeah, in this one. But anyway, so what do we do? How do we how do we make less people cheat? Because you you know what we need to stop. PSA. All right, going into the break. Going into the break. I'm sick and tired of people thinking it's just men cheating out there. We need to reduce the amount of ladies that are wrecking homes as well. And how do, let's have that conversation. Is ladies, you're all up to it as well. Cause it's always like, oh, it's just the precious flower sitting over here. She's just being this and a powerful guy. Ladies, we know what you're up to. Or at least, let me speak for myself. I know what you're up to. I've, there's savagery going on out here. What do we do about it? Leave it in the comments. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time on YouTube, please click like and do subscribe. We're on our way to a thousand. Uh, don't cheat on your husband or wife. And if you're a lesbian, shout out to you and your Subaru. Cliffcentral.com. We're back. 
that's how to bring a show back. And I said, we, and unlike James, oh man, I've got to explain it now. In the break, James used the word we, and then I answered, and he said, I wasn't talking to you. And I said, well, that's tricky. You should address the person directly that you're talking to, because we suggest the group, and I gave some feedback, and he didn't like it. And James will get that way, and that's fine. But the, the we he meant was as in the royal or the Catholic we, uh, it is the one and only, the president of all things Portuguese, Paulo Diaz, who's just joined us. Paulo, what's happening? Sorry about that. That was a long break. That was a long break. It took a while to adjust. Yeah. My demands weren't met. The studio wasn't my room temperature. <laughs> James didn't remove the green M&Ms. Yes, yeah. The tantrum that just happened in here. That's it. It was violent. But, I mean... Sorry. Uh, so... I demand. You are one of two Portuguese people I'd consider myself close to in my adult age. Um, the other is female. She is the Sofia Vergara. That's your lawyer friend. Yeah. yeah. So she's the Sofia Vergara type, sort of over-the-top stereotype of Portuguese people. And for you to get violent, to use a stereotype which I want to continue, is that I played uh, football against Portuguese guys when I was younger, and we always knew if there's three or four porras on there. It's going to happen. We know, you know what I mean? So hair triggers to go with the hairy lips. Our <laughs> <laughs> temper says hair triggered as our lips. Paulo, what's happening, man? Oh, what a time! What a time to be alive! What a time! Who's going? Who's going anywhere? Yeah. We're all here. We'd like to be going, but we're red zoned. We're friend zoned. We're friend zoned by the whole world. Excellent that you've opened that can of worms up, James. I'd like you to jump in here as well. Yay. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Yay. Boy, oh boy! I'm so glad you said friend zone there. By the way. I hadn't thought about it since I had a conversation recently. Can you guys give one tip? A friend of mine is, he's stuck in the friend zone with somebody who is incredible. She's incredible, this lady. Like just an awesome person, like awesome. But he's kind of put himself in the friend zone. And I said to him, dude, just speak to her. You've known each other for, it's more than three or four years. It's that awkward thing now. What do you mean speak to her? Doesn't he speak, is he stalker vibe? No, <laughs> that's a good, I did phrase it wrong. Okay. No, like speak to her about the this. feelings. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you want to take it to the next level with her. She's single, you're single. There's no weird like she's seeing anybody mm. else at the moment or has been in the last, I think like two years or whatever. So it's not like she's in a weird space. But now he's almost he doesn't know how to maybe just go for like a take her on a date and you know give her a kiss or, or whatever it is that you do at the next step is there a way for him to wangle out of the friend zone because i think i think he's too far inside the friend zone now and i don't know if there's any pivoting but what would be one tip because you've been fortunate enough to have a wonderful lady take you on as, as a husband and james you've got a boyfriend paulo let me save the phd talk. sorry oh sorry what, what's the story what did you say what did i say did I say you've got a boyfriend? Yes. Oh, sorry. Are you offended by that? No, I just... <laughs> sorry, I meant girlfriend. It wasn't the words I expected to hear. Sorry, I meant, I meant girlfriend. Although, if you did have a boyfriend, I mean, that's also fine. That'd be okay, yeah. Yeah, you, you would go to a really nice shopping center square, trust me. <laughs> J James. Yes. May I submit some questions for further discussion on this? Yes. This friend isn't you, right? Just <laughs> <laughs> to get that off the table, James. I'm right. It is this, not me. This isn't a asking for a friend thing, right? Yeah. Okay. So we take that up. No, no, no. It's, it's definitely not me. How good's the friendship between would, them? That between was going to be my first port of. They are. 
has he seen her and maybe crude has he seen her naked and she's okay with it oh that's a good question i I, I, see these are the good questions i didn't ask because you get that right and you know some situations where like you have the super friend zone she doesn't see him as any threat she'll get changed in front of him oh i see okay i'll ask that so so that makes it complicated oh does he love her? Does he think she's Besotted. the one? No, no. He wants to he actually marry, marry her. her. Yeah. No, he wants to actually immediately go girlfriend and they want to live a life together. Or, or in his mind. In yeah. his mind, he's already got okay. picket fence, two dogs. Has he mind. contemplated she says, no, I'm not into it? What would that mean for his... Because once, once he does it, and this is probably where his apprehension is. Yeah. Such good friends. Yes. Other relationships they have don't understand it. So when she has a boyfriend, she goes, who's that guy? When he's dating, who's that girl? Yeah, I got you. That, right? Because he knows once he makes that move, done. Done. Because I, I can get what's happening. Yeah, I'm with you. Oh, it's my mom's birthday. What should I buy her? Oh, buy her this. Oh, oh, I don't know about... You know, so she's that to him and 100%. he's probably that to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a big thing to risk if it's not reciprocated. Because do, do you lose the friend as well? Do, I, do, do you think no she... Way, yeah, there's no way you walk out because then it's all as weird. If you're an adult and you do that, yeah. done. Once you say, give me out the friend zone, and she's like, no, that friendship is done. James? And, and James, uh, have you, I don't, I don't know if you've got any, that, I mean, that, that is top level advice. You have to do something incredible to outdo that. James. So I was going to dive in at a similar angle yep. uh, about the whole friendship thing. Um, you know, so here's a question about the whole friendship thing. If... He makes his feelings known. Not sure I can hear you, James, on that black mic. How about now? Yeah, slightly better. Didn't do anything, but yeah. There we go. That's better, actually. Now I 18 can 18 months of Zoom calls, and he still doesn't know he's not muted. No, just unmute your mic. It's unbelievable. I'm, I'm not in control. Um, so, uh, friendship. Yeah, friend zone. Sorry. Where was I going? Derailed you. Yeah, ha- question about my... my yeah. Question. Go ahead. Um, so... <clears throat> If this man was to make a move on this lady, yes, right, uh, would it make the friendship awkward and shatter that? And then would he be able to? Well, I think Paolo's just answered that um, because he's just said, like, as an adult, if you do that, there's no going back to being friends now because it's too awkward. There's no way. There's no way. Once he makes that move, yeah, it's done. It's so that's that's what he must be prepared. What's their age range? 35 so he's he was oh, my that's prime, eh? yeah 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 no no 35 is prime you're booking wedding venues no 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 he's like, like uh, he had a proper heart to heart with me mm. he's like ready to not only we're going to I'm going to ask out but we're like we're moving in and he wants to go serious cuz he he said he he's been dating and moving and grooving and he's like my best friend has been sitting right next to me what am I doing he had like an existential crisis this uh, oh, sorry crisis and, James, what a friend this guy is. Yeah. Heart to heart, show content. No, well, I mean... Remind me never to tell you about my financial <laughs> no, situation. No, no. <laughs> I've got this friend yeah. that invested in, in a cryptocurrency <laughs> that had Mickey Mouse as a icon. <laughs> what do you think he should do? Eat beans or sell his dogs? <laughs> no, well, I ask you guys because I'm not good at giving advice. Like, like, like I'm not good at that no. part of the world. Like, I'm just like... I'm either in a relationship or I'm not. I have it. Is this advice for me or for the bloke? For your friend. Okay, cool. Um, That's possibly you. It's unproven. 
Yeah, yeah. No, anyway, true. so because I was going to go on the same track as Paolo with the whole friendship thing, right? Uh-huh. I do have a phrase that'll sort of round it off. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so, so what you're suggesting is complicated problems have simple solutions. Yeah. Please go ahead. James. Yeah. 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 That exactly always works. I've never seen any problems where you don't consider all of the idiosyncrasies of problem. You just give it a one-liner. You're about to do a one-liner. Let's I'm, have it. I'm, I'm the guy that, that, that firmly believes that life doesn't have to be that complicated. Guys. Cool. Right. H- hit me with it. So, um, I watched this movie once. Um, and it wasn't a very... Um, it wasn't exactly Oscar-worthy. Uh, it was just kind of like a teen romance drama vibe kind of thing going on. Okay. Um, porn. You're watching porn. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, Not so, Oscar-worthy teen yeah. vibe stepmoms. Was there a plumber, James? Was there a plumber and a lady that's dressed in incredible makeup? No, but someone kept asking about a pizza. It was really weird. <laughs> Um, sorry. So, here it is. You gotta risk it to get the biscuit. So, if you're willing to risk it, yeah, risk it, son. No, but well, hold on. That that. Let me tell you where that analogy falls down, right? Because now he's got half a biscuit. If he risks it, there's no biscuit ever available again. So right now. Even if he doesn't like it, he's got a Mari biscuit. Yes, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So he's hoping to get. A Romany cream. Yes. Or Jolly Jam. That's it, yeah. Or Tim Tam. God. Tim Tam. Oh, you get out of here, okay? Australia. That's what he wants. He wants a Tim Tam. Yes, yes, yes. But at least he's got... He's got the, the Mari Biscuit's always going to be there. If, if you do nothing, the Mari Biscuit exists. And a Mari Biscuit, end of the month, Mari Biscuit's okay. Yeah, I mean... I prefer a Tim Tam. But, but or no biscuit at all. So your analogy doesn't work there, James, because you haven't considered the downside. Uh, I didn't see that comment there, Jimbo. Let's uh, let's have a look at it before we talk about some sport, because th- this is so tricky. But um, Paolo, I think your advice is—I mean, you haven't really given me advice. You've just played out a scenario where he's probably not going to ask her. Michael's got great advice. Michael says she won't be cool with the situation because he has not been honest with her That's from it. the start. Once he says he digs her, he becomes a, a cuddly stalker. Friendship over. But now, oh, no, hold on. Michael's Michael. right. Michael's right. No, but hold on, hold on, because there's more to this is that sometimes you don't realize right at the beginning that that's why you're around. And as you get into it, you date other people, you're like, no, man, what am I doing? Or, or this is at least how he's expressed it to me. What am I doing? The person I want to be with and all the attributes I love is already here. What am I doing with all these other... I guess the lady isn't going to see it like that. That's a great point for Michael. And Michael's got a great point because it makes you think about this. And not to denigrate your friends to mere biscuits because yeah. I'm sure they're well-rounded people. Well, I hate ten- the biscuits now thing because even the comments are like, you won't have anything to dip the biscuit in. And <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I hate because that I did this. How this going? You can look at a Tim Tam and you go, my God, that Tim Tam looks delicious. Uh-huh. But what if it's been out for a while? It starts melting. Yeah. You get the Tim Tam, you got chocolate all over yourself. Tim Tams crumble. You go, oh my God, I wanted the Tim Tam. Now I'm covered in chocolate and biscuits and I didn't have the greatest time with the Tim Tam. God, I miss my Mari biscuits. (laughs) Sometimes that's very true. Sometimes the thought of the Tim Tam Tim Tams are sometimes better on the shelf in the shops than they are at your house once you've opened the packet and it's on the floor. It's melted. It's too hot. It's Africa here. Amari biscuits for Africa. Amari biscuits are sustainable. Before we get to sport... Um, I have something I need to bring up. Um, what, lemon cream? Uh, lemon creams are my favorite in the whole world. So it's a bit trickier than lemon cream because how, how long do you dip it? Because oh, you have the to dip lemony it until it's... Oh, no, no, no. It's if you're dipping soggy. your biscuits, people who dip biscuits are animals. 
No way. <laughs> you're insane. What are you talking about? My wife and my daughter dip biscuits. You're insane. My, you're... Because then the stuff goes in the bottom of the stuff you drink. Oh, my God. It's, it's an extra no, snack for later. Wet food. People who still have food in their mouth and drink. Oh, well, God, I don't want to. What monster? Wait. So All animals. Do you not eat a rusk? No. Oh. It's the worst of them. What? Designed for that. I don't eat a rusk. That's, that's is, almost as shocking as Messi winning his seventh Ballon d'Or. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not at all. <laughs> That's great transitioning there, James. No, I was going to ask about your friend's situation. If she thinks Ronaldo will press, that's what he's going to ask her. Like, does she think Ronaldo will pre- work a suit pressing system and then see what he says and they go, okay, are you a Tim Tam or Mari biscuit? That's a, see, I knew eventually we'd get there. And I knew it's been painful, hey? I've got to tell you. No, but, but, but on a very serious note, this guy is in a situation. But James, yeah. go, go very, ahead. Very, very quickly before sport. Yes. Last week we spoke about um, MKT and his constant traveling to uh, Cape, Cape Town. Town. Yeah. <clears throat> the, the timing of this question <laughs> okay. um, is, is uh, questionable. And, and I say that because Tracy makes a very good observation. Let's hear it. Um, yeah. So... Um, maybe if you could just read that for the for the audio listeners, yeah. um, and then just let us know what your thoughts are around. Okay, cool. This. Tracy Bart says so. Morello is also thirty five. He's been flying down to Cape Town quite often. It doesn't take a Jessica Fletcher or Matlock to figure this one out. Hmm. <laughs> so a couple of things there. Yeah. Well done, Tracy, on Jessica Fletcher. Uh, just those incredible. who don't know, you may be young. Fantastic show in the eighties, Murder She Wrote. Oh. It was about a lady wrote murder mysteries. Would keep showing up in towns. Where people got murdered. Yeah. Doesn't take Matlock to figure out that she was the murderer. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so great shout out to Tracy first there. We did rule it out, Tracy. We tried to rule it out because James and I are suspicious that this friend. Yeah. Is actually me. Is sitting right over here with us, Tracy. We all suspect. But, but now, tra- you guys and Tracy have put me in an impossible position. Because if I defend myself, if I doth protest too much, then I'm that guy. But if I say nothing... Then I'm also that guy. You guys have really no. make a choice, buddy. You've, you, know, you know what you've given me, James, as you know only too well. It's called a the, the it's called the Cornelian dilemma, mm. and in in a Cornelian dilemma is both choices are detrimental to the choice maker, mm. and that's where you guys have left me, huh? And you got to choose the right corn Corneli Cornelia. I, I hate everything that happened. He uh, gets there though. Like I have so much faith in James, yeah. <laughs> such faith, and then he gets overconfident. I feel as people older than him, yeah. we should break that confidence. I, I've always thought that. Break the confidence. Just break it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that not what you guys have been doing? Because he goes beyond the point of seeking our approval. Because normally it's seeking our approval. No, I'm with you. Then he does that. He starts to express himself. Yeah. Whoa, James. Yeah, that was... That's too much growth. You're doing too, too much. much. Yeah, too yeah, much yeah. self-actualization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull it back. Sorry, All I'm the way back, if you can. I'm trying to align my chakras quicker. And thanks, thanks a million for a mate of mine being in a real situation with uh, the love of his life, and you, you've turned it into a, a biscuit joke. Nope, you're not turning this on me. I don't take any responsibility. Unbelievable. All right. Well, let me tell you who else didn't take responsibility. A guy called Sir Alex Ferguson. How's that for a transition? Don't hate it. Don't so, hate it. Here's what I've always thought, right? And I think this is because uh, I wanted to talk about where I think United, because I find it, and I haven't seen you since obviously uh, the, the new Rafa is in town, right? And gold.com, by the way, best logo for social media ever. Yeah. Clean, simple. I know what they're talking about. Gold. 
there's a ball going in the top right corner as you face it. But uh, Goal has a, a tweet here that says, replacing Sir Alex Ferguson is probably the toughest job in football. And y- you know what we never talk about, and, and perhaps it does come up, is, I think this. When's this tweet from? It's um, recent. It's, I mean, it's applicable. Over is this the random thoughts that Goal.com has today? It was from, uh, no, no, yesterday, sorry, the day before yesterday, okay. which was Sunday. And, but it's applicable since 2013. Banter's got a banter. <laughs> but the truth is this, right? I think, I haven't spoken to you since Rolf, mm. record Rolf is Ra, ra, Rolf Ragnick coming in with his big diary. <laughs> um, Tim Tam. Tim Tam. <laughs> is, that the, is that the new chant? I'm hoping that's the chant. That's yeah. excellent. Ra, ra, Rolf Ragnick. I'm hoping it's that. Something. Oh, that is so good. But... I think part of the problem was, and I'll, I'll, I've been thinking about it. How are you feeling, by the way, about Rolf coming in before we talk about this? Um, you know, I was saying the other day, and, and I think it's going to lead into this Ferguson question, right? Is that what United have tried to do is try to replace Ferguson, right? We tried it with a Ferguson clone in yeah. Moyes. Yeah. Scottish, tough, did yeah. well with a small team. Yeah. We then went to the Ferguson prototype. Mourinho, charismatic, winner. Yeah. Personality, got a bit of tactics. Yeah. That didn't work. We tried it with the Ferguson alum. He was in the dressing room. Won it with Ferguson. Part of his greatest team. That didn't work. Then we, got drunk. Out there. then we got drunk and called LVG because that made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, right? What I like about Ragnick, listen, I don't know if he'll work or not. Uh-huh. I'm concerned he's a bit too old. Like, honestly, look, he's not there long term. Yeah. Um, but what I like about it is it's imaginative. Gotcha. It goes, we understand there's a bigger problem. We've been trying to solve this problem the same way. This is a different way to solve it, right? Sure, there's concerns. I do worry he's a little bit old. Yeah. Okay, he's not there for long term. What happens when he has a good six months, semifinals of Champions League, and they're going, mm, we're already paying you. PSG now wants $17 million for Poch. Let's just stay with you. I'm with you. So I do have longer term concerns. I like it because it's imaginative. Will it work? I don't know. Lots of imaginative things blow up in your face. So I like it because it's just, it tries to solve a problem in a different way. Yeah. And and you know what? I think Man United are such a good example for all businesses, like ultimately, and and people. If you you can even reduce to the the individual basis, because I thought about it this way. I think the biggest error, even Arsenal made this mistake. If you get a divorce, right? Let's say you get a divorce in life. Surely you wouldn't let your ex-wife who you just got divorced you wouldn't let that person pick your next wife. Why did they let Fergie pick the next one? As much as it's, I know it's a nicey, nicey, classy mm. feeling. That's madness. I think what the parallel is, I don't know if you read the statement of the Twitter CEO, Jack Dorsey left yesterday, right? Uh, yeah, right. So he leaves Twitter and I was, I was looking at the parallel because it went, modern Manchester United is like the ultimate, st- Ferguson is the founder of modern Manchester United, gotcha. right? Yeah. And Dorsey said, it's, I always wanted to move away from this being a founder-run company because people always revert back to me. And the new CEO put there, one of the things he said, he's the exact opposite of me. And he said, that's good for Twitter as yeah. a business. Yeah. And I read that and I was like, that's interesting because you can't be a founder-run company forever. There's a point where you've got to go, line, I'm, I'm out. My whole legacy will fall over if I don't leave now. Yeah. And if I'm insistent, people must be like me. If I'm insistent on throwbacks to me, it'll never, it's not sustainable. Yeah. And so I think to your point, 
Ferguson is responsible for the mess that we're in. He shouldn't be the guy picking. He shouldn't be the guy saving Solskjaer's backside. No. That's why I like Ragnik is so different. It doesn't look like Ferguson had any hands on that. Yeah. Because it's so out there. Because, and you see it largely, I've seen it with my male friends, is that people fall in love with themselves and that's when problems start. Like, we've been listening to Liverpool fans for how long, talking about the past and whatever, is you started to, Man United fell in love with being the biggest brand in the world and, and all of that. And it's like, you know what's been awesome about Man City? They're not in love with anything. Like, the Mancini cycle ended. You're out. Mm. Like, there's no... You, you, he's been whitewashed. You swear to God, Mancini was never... Pellegrini. He, two-time title winner. Forget it. Gone. Gone. You uh, never existed. Like, and I think Man United, and, and businesses do this, and again, with the founder um, kind of thing, is the people who found something aren't, are always the worst people to run it, to, to your point. And I think Fergie has to take responsibility, but... I think more so Manchester United as a whole. And it's not just the Glazers. Even the fan base. Because as a club, you are a part of it as a fan. And you're, you, you can't separate yourself when things, things are bad. Is that you kept baying for a new Fergie. The United mm. way. And I think the U- Manchester United were, were the problem. Because, again, with the moisting. And you, and you said like, like a mini-me. But also they fell in love with themselves. And they believed we're the greatest now. It'll never fall apart. Just let Fergie do it copy-paste. Mm. Like, don't fall in love with yourself. Otherwise, as Jack Dorsey has brilliantly said, you are dead. Nokia did, uh, did yeah. the same thing, right? Is that they fell in love with themselves. And I think Man United are exactly where you will be. Arsenal are exactly where you will be if you fall in love with yourself. In love. We had the conversation the other day. Liverpool could be in the next one. And yeah. City could be in the next one. Because they both raised up yeah. on these highly charismatic forces of nature. There's no... who ge- make everything look genius. Yeah. You know, Klopp, you can throw anyone there. Yeah. He'll make him look like a genius. Yeah. So this won't end, yeah. That's what we spoke about the other day. It'd be very interesting to see what those two do when those guys eventually go, okay, I'm out. And again, you know who's poised to dominate, and I, I love it, is Chelsea. Of because course. from the very beginning, Roman's been clear. I'm the business model. All of you, you're all out. Michael Emelano, maybe the greatest modern day dynasty. Get out, whoever you're out. Uh, who's the who's the bold um, Peter Kenyon? Yeah. You, I mean, look what Kenyon did in the noughties for Chelsea. You're out. I'm sick of you. Get out. You're a United guy. You, you know what I mean? Is I don't know if City have that in the in, in the bag. BBC Sport. BBC ever going to change their logo? Probably not, huh? Uh, Ralph, uh, breaking news on Twitter. Ralph Rannick will not be in charge for Manchester United's match against Arsenal on Thursday. The club are continuing to work on his visa requirements. Brexit will get you in the end. What is going to get you? One forgets this, hey? I'm not happy about that Brexit thing. Go through all the hassle getting all my family European passports. Yes. And you've got to go through London all the time. Oh, yeah, that's true. Pain in the backside. That is true. You can't fly directly to what? To... You, well, you can, but you've got a short period. You've got to get visas. It's a, it's a, it's a whole other thing. And the, getting a UK visa, from what I've heard, is no, it's a pain. murder. It's a pain. You've got to take documents like that. It's oh, a pain. man. Ah, oh, that is uh, thoughts and prayers. So, so what? they got to do his Brexit? Oh, yeah. I was taken a moment when I first read that yesterday. But demand United not have a connection with the Queen. Like, it's Fergie. Make a call. You're literally Sir you're Alex not, You're literally Sir. You're on her at the but end. But again, the- we don't want him to do that. That's no, fine. You- don't want to do it. That's the whole point of this. We're no. doing it without Fergie. <laughs> oh, I've moved on. Yeah, we've moved in on. We're divorce. doing it without you. <laughs>
Look, well, I mean, with the Ragnicks, what, what's it, what difference is he going to do? I mean, he's no. got no training time with the cars. Nah. Uh, Yonda Ndigi says, uh, this is uh, what I'm saying to Mbulele. We have to try something new and more uh, of, of more of a coaching guy, not just the interim, but the two-year technical uh, coaching post. Uh, he knows how to groom and grow players. And you know what? Everybody's saying that. Like, that, that's the popular theme now. I, I wonder if Man United fans are so bruised now. Yeah. That you've also forgotten that you're Manchester United. I, I appreciate what he's done for Red Bull and or and and German football. It's a wonderful story. This is freaking Manchester United. He would have made so many mistakes that went under the radar. Oh yeah. In Germany, at Manchester United, if you make three mistakes, ask Jose Mourinho what happens. You're collecting your unemployment uh, check at the end of the week. This is not Germany. Yeah, that's the high-profile thing about it. I mean, people go back because. True as God, trust me, that first bad result, or that first bad run, well, he never really won anything. I mean, that's what happened to him at Milan, right? Sure. He was lined up, for people who don't know, to go to Milan. So, same deal. Milan had set up the same deal, that he's going to come in as first team coach, and he's going to also fill out this director of football role, dual role. While they're waiting for him, Pioli starts doing well. And they go, well, got young players, playing good football pushing for the Champions League because Milan's run by a hedge fund. Oh, yeah. They don't want to know football feel, numbers, stats. Yeah, yeah. Statistically, yeah. this is the best guy for the job because statistically, these are the players, right? Gotcha. Hedge fund, uh, an algorithm's running AC Milan. <laughs> no jokes, read about yeah. it. An algorithm is running AC Milan. And suddenly, they started going, well, should we really get Pioli out because look what he's doing. All this guy ever did was win a German Cup. And that's how they're motivated to keep Pioli in. Yeah. And they said, Ragnik, sorry, thanks, cheers. And it's just that first run of results is going to be like, oh, what did you ever do anyway? And I'm not saying he's not going to be successful. I'm just saying... We're bruised. You are Manchester United. Do you understand the amount of attention? He's never worked with the pressure he'll work under now. And I don't care how much of an alpha you are. There's maybe like maybe a hundred thousand people alive today who can exist in the pressure he's going to be under and still be at their best when things go wrong because like you say listen two things go wrong right within the next six weeks he's never faced that pressure in his life and and you don't know how somebody's going to respond to pressure until they've been there i don't care how much you tell me about the red bull well even the red bull thing was like they hated because they're so against the german model that it's funded by a billionaire, yeah. right? A book funded by an organization. But there, there's more people who go to the Manchester United mega store before a match day than go to Red Bull Stadium. Exactly. The RB Stadium, RB, yeah, right? RB, yeah. 100% right. He's never faced this pressure. And this pressure broke Moyes. Broke him. In six months. It broke Mourinho. All you have to look at United managers, how grey yeah. they look. Yeah. After a while, and once they leave United, it's it's broke Di Maria. It bro- it breaks everyone. The glare is unreal Wait, I've, in I've, that place. I've I've got a great thing. I, got, I I did a thing, and it and it relates. Let's hear. It. It's a great thing. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, this is good listening. Imagine oh, you're on the podcast, just so listening to a guy saying wait. So this, we'll just just if you know, James thing, yeah. is busy in the back room there, trying to. Look at that, a new era. See, uh-huh. you did it great. That's good. Great. That's. I oh, see what you've done there. Great. A new era. I made that, them grey. That's not even comp. That's definitely how Van Hal and Mourinho look. Yeah, no, that's actually they what they look like right now. True. Solskjaer was broken. Bro- broken. We watched him break on TV. And that, that's three people who've operated at the highest level. 
and people like all I'm saying to Man United manage your own expectations as fans now it's not going to be how you think it's going to be just because you want it to be that way Rolf is in for a I think a rather rude awakening He's, because I think he walks in that club is a mess he is going to see mess after mess after mess after mess it's like when you go house hunting yep. and you see the nice house oh Parkers this is brilliant yep. beautiful on the outside oh original reclaimed floors whatever yep. and once you move in oh there's mold yep. oh the lights trip when it rains oh it seems like there's rats there oh what's that noise oh all the pipes are copper mess yeah once you're inside beautiful on the outside you, you know what it is as well to your point everyone's wife is more beautiful when you live outside <laughs> until you hence <laughs> your friend no, he's in big trouble everybody is a everybody is a Mari biscuit <laughs> until they're a Tim Tam <laughs> hashtag that Everybody's a Mario Biscuit until they're a Tim Tam. You love to hear it. It's, it's the MKT show. You just don't get better advice anyway. Cliffcentral.com. Don't be a Tim Tam on a Mario Biscuit shelf. I think that, that, that's all I got to say to you. Do not be a Tim Tam. Ryan Alex, by the way, he ran the 100 miler. Paul ran into the sky on top of Table Mountain. A very cool guy. Um, he ran about a 20, uh, 22 hour 100k. So he did the 100k. This guy. Ryan yeah. Alex. I didn't run. I sat on my couch all Saturday <laughs> eating Tim Tams. Yeah. And I was exhausted by <laughs> 7 o'clock. I was like, my God, my legs are sore. I'm shaking. <laughs> Carboloaded pizza. <laughs> you do have to carboload. You're saying all the right words. Ryan Alex says, I don't expect us. He's, uh, I think Ryan's a Man United fan. He says, I don't expect us to suddenly win trophies uh, with Ranik. Uh, but at the very least, I want United to look something like a football team again. And I, I, I think most... Yeah. Are people falling in love with the Thomas Tuchel effect? Because... Like you said, I don't know if Ronick's got that energy anymore to lift the whole dressing room. Like you said, he's, what, 60? Yeah, 63. Like Tuchel's energetic, man. I, I think statistically, um, listen, most United fans I speak to are like pretty calm about it because yep. we've been bitten before and we don't really know. Anybody who claims to be an expert on Tuchel's lying to you, yep. right? I mean, you, you don't know. Yeah. You know what they tell you. And um, the statistic, and I heard something, oh, maybe he could win us a Champions League. Statistically, an English team winning the Champions League two years in a row with a German coach who took over mid-season <laughs> is not going to happen. <laughs> okay, but um, no, I mean that that Tuchel effect is quite bonkers. Although the the the, the quality of the squads is the same. I'd now, say. a guy called Senzo Sitebe, who um, who obviously allegedly is is ill. I can't confirm or deny that. Said yesterday the most electrifying words. And James, you can jump in here. I said to United fans, I don't think you're going to make top four. And he jumped down my throat. He was like, I'm absolutely crazy. Perhaps I'm the crazy one here. What are we thinking about top four here, Paolo? This year? I'm talking about this season. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's based on our quality. I just look at who else is in running for that. Mm-hmm. You know, West Ham might fall off. Yep. That Europa League is eventually going to catch up with them. Tottenham aren't quite there yet. And Arsenal, you know, pro- probably 
we'll put it a good, they look to be sorting things out. Mm-hmm. So just, I don't think we'll make the top four because we're that good. I just think we'll make it because everyone else is that poor. If you lose to Arsenal, when, when is that on Thursday? Yeah, you cannot lose that game. No, no, not not in those circumstances. And, and what do you do? Uh, Chelsea approach again, seven at the back. Yeah, of course, because Carrick wants to walk out with a perfect record. Oh, because of Brexit. I forget that Ranik's not Brexit so, will get you. So, so, so Carrick doesn't want to do. You know, he just wants to be. Hey, listen, played three United matches. I didn't lose. You know, um, I can't get caught up. So he's he's going to be conservative. Listen, Chelsea pulled United to pieces. My God. My but, God. But that was... I find it... Maybe it's just me, because I remember Man United as this great, like, titan. That was almost painful to watch, because I only watched the second half uh, replay when I got home. Um, but it was painful to watch, like, mm. oh, is this Man United? Three minutes in, even earlier, Hudson Adoy had his first chance. Oh, bad finish. I mean, one Bissaka is, is basically leaving the door. If you have a cupboard full of Tim Tams, to yeah, get yeah, on yeah, the yeah. tired analogy, yes. and you don't lock it, that's the right side of our defense. <laughs> it's like just there's all the Tim Tams. Yeah, he, he's trying to protect us with the feather duster. That's what he's trying to do. Um, it, it was it was it was oh my god it was terrible to watch. If Norwich had played that way against Chelsea, which they didn't, they got seven. But you go, damn Norwich, what, what is wrong with you? Yeah. But Carrick, you know, you know, you know what Carrick's like. I do. No fuss, nothing complicated, under the radar. Job's okay, and he's doing that as a manager. Wait till somebody better comes and give it to them. If I'm Michael Carrick, you know what I do now? Put me in the academy, like for the next because he because now he knows what a mess it is. Like he was, he's one of the smartest mm. footballers the Premier League's ever had in terms of how he played. I mean, I don't know how smart he is in terms of real life, but you don't get to that level yeah, yeah, yeah. by not being a smart guy. I would want to move out for the next two years. I, I wouldn't want to be a part of the whoever, even if it goes what really well. I would request to be 21s, no. 23, just so that you aren't a part of the rebuild. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, honestly, I would do that if it was my player, but it, it's very hard to, once you've been in the action of the first team, Ronaldo, Luke Shaw, these mm. top quality, top-notch guys, it's probably very hard to go back to academy, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, look what happened. Giggs went back to working under Van Hal and eventually overshadowed him, you know? So, listen, United have been creative, but they've, just made another mess for themselves. <laughs> it's just a whole other mess. A morse. Because I, I will mark my words. If Pochettino stays as the guy they want, yeah. and PSG don't back down and go, you can have him, but he has what we want, yeah. they're just going to go, well, you're okay. And Carrick's there. And Fletcher, I don't know what he's doing there. He's wearing headphones. Keep him there. <laughs> mark my words. Uh, why Pochettino? This works. Why? Because they just want the problems to solve themselves. That's what the Glazers want. And Ragnick's going to solve a lot of problems for them. Yeah. He will solve a lot of problems. Yeah. The situation great more. The problem will solve it. Just leave it long enough. Yeah. It'll solve itself. So, like, you know when you're driving your car and it makes a noise, James? You know this. Yeah, I know. Well, although he, yeah. And yeah, it makes James, a noise and you go, sometimes doesn't start. He doesn't oh, that sounds very expensive. Yeah. It's true. Let me just drive it faster yeah. and maybe it'll go away. Yeah. Let me let me let me put more pressure on the accelerate pedal and yeah. then just see what happens. Maybe it'll shake whatever it is back into place. Yeah. Wow. I see what you're saying. Let me yeah. drive on a bumpy road <laughs> and it'll shake everything back. Let me like, actually go like rallying through the dirt yeah. and see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Maybe something's loose. I see what you're saying. I'll shake it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it'll solve itself. 
these are awesome times that Manchester United are being run basically like Tottenham. It's it's so crazy to me. But hey, it does show you just because you're a billionaire doesn't mean you're always making uh, great decisions. Paulo, something happened yesterday. Um, Twitter is up. <laughs> it's burning down. A um, guy called Leo Messi, not sure if you've heard of him, seven times Ballon d'Or winner. People went nuts. The people went crazy last night. Like, this is... Hey, basically, if... If you could burn the, the town hall down, that would have happened last night. If, if Twitter was a real Where place. were they? In Zurich? Probably. Uh, probably in Zurich. We had... Uh, Senzo got in his feels either about Lewandowski winning, winning it. And James was arguing the merits of Salah. The merits of Salah. And Senzo's only argument was goals. We said, well, it's not the best goal scorer of the year. Yeah. It's the best player of the year. Sure. Um, it seems... I think somebody we, we we saw somebody post on Twitter. It seems like winning the Ballon d'Or is like when a player wins an honorary doctorate, right? <laughs> when you see like LeBron James winning like honorary doctorate from Cambridge, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it feels like the Ballon d'Or is now. Is it becoming that? Like when Pele's got all these master's degrees, like that's what it feels like now. <laughs> Should we look at the top? Uh, what do we got there, Jimbo? The top ten, hey? Uh, so what is was James saying? He wants uh, what Mo Salah? Well, we're talking about the argument between Salah, who's not even top ten. Yeah, no, it's not. Oh, there is. It's seven. Right. Yeah. James jumped in there very quickly to correct me. So, very well, <laughs> But now, James, are you saying you wanted Mo Salah to win World Player of the no, Year? The no. argument was between Salah and Lewandowski. Yes. Oh, for second not, place? Well, w- w- theoretically. And then the, Senzo's only argument was Lewandowski. But, and it's a weird thing to say, Lewandowski. Do we watch him enough to go, wow, that player's a good player? Yeah. Or we just see, geez, he scored five goals again. Yeah. Like, does it make you a great player? No. No. no, Do do you know what I mean? No. It's like we're having this argument about Ronaldo now. Oh, Ronaldo's finished. He's passed it. But he still scores goals. Yeah, yeah, but he's not a good player anymore. What? This is the argument that's going on, right? Who's saying that? People say it. We must slap people in the face. That's what I'm saying. People should get slapped around. It's the hardest thing to do. But does it make you a good player? Messi, I don't know, if anyone there just for, like, Karim Benzema has dragged Real Madrid at his age. Yeah. You can make a case for everyone else. Okay, at number 10, it's ridiculous. Um, A goalkeeper at number 10 who won just Euros. Yeah. No, stop now, man. Yeah. Like, no. Because actually, actually, what would you say is harder? Because that's important. What you're a part of matters, right? What's harder, Euros to win or Champions League? I think Euros. Euros is hard Because to Champions League is it's every year. Yeah. And you can, by luck, be placed in the right team. Yeah. You know, international, it's where you're born. You know, it's... Uh, you John know, Luigi I, I is the 10th best player in the world. You've got to watch. There's a documentary on, on Netflix now about uh, the Azuri winning the Euro. Uh-huh. And it's like behind the scenes stuff. Is it awesome? Oh, you know what? It's just lads. Is it just Armani suits all the time? Oh, it's Armani suits... Lads, yes, I'm just watching acting it. like cowboys. So is it on now? It's on right okay, now. Netflix. I'm going to watch it. I want to see. Yeah, I, I want to see exactly what they're about. So at number ten, uh, and he's still only like 15. This guy, by the way, how old is he? 22, hey? Yeah, he's he's insane. So he is. By the way, they rotate him uh, game in game out with uh, Kayla Navas at that's PSG. It, I know. So that, that's, that's absolutely the weirdest wild. flex in football. The tenth best player in the world is on the bench. In the Champions League against, uh, who was it against? Uh, Trust Man me, City. Mina Raiola is in the PSG head office today going, right, we played ball. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. 500,000 pounds We're not a week. rotating. Mina is in there today. Yeah. 
I'm not taking. Hey, he'll do his job at number nine. Uh, Kylian Mbappe. Uh, fair enough. I mean, I'm not. I'm not on the Mbappe train. I, I still need to see a little more PSG one league team. But he, he's been sensational over the last eighteen months. At number eight, Kim De Bruyne. I think it goes without saying. At number seven, James uh, Mo Salah. Only at number seven. I mean, what are we thinking there? So to be clear, again, I didn't say he deserved to win it, but you have to admit that he is one of the best would you call him a playmaker no you'd... we were making the case between like i say between him and Lewandowski, and salah just does more for you we just felt for sure he does more for a team for sure no i think um although it's kind of tricky he doesn't track back in a harder league yeah, let's he... be fair about the bundesliga yeah, yeah yeah in a harder league yeah, no, no. Hey, listen, I like Mo Salah. And but... just the overall, I mean, I'm not saying Lewandowski's not consistent, but I mean, it's been, what, three, four seasons now where Salah's been just pounding in goals. So just the consistency is... Yeah. What, what's crazy about this voting is, I mean, so obviously Belonda always voted for by international managers, yeah. international captains, and then is the, the, journalists, po- yeah. the journalists are involved in this. Yeah, the there's disparity a couple of between even from Benzema at number four, 613 votes, number five gets a hundred and, and or is that 86? I can't see clearly. 186. 186. Yeah. How it's not just that Messi won, he won overwhelmingly. You know, you, you know what I think it is. So at number seven is Mo Salah, at number six, the great Cristiano Ronaldo, who I think was a victim of Juventus. And, and what happened there, but his, his numbers were still phenomenal. And go look at Juventus. Fire oh, well, sale in I Turin. I want to finish off on that. Fire sale in Turin. By the way, Chiesa, come through. <laughs> we will rotate you with Timo Werner. At number five, uh, I think Gola Conte has been the best midfielder in the world the last 18 months. I don't think there's any arguing that. Um, number four, Karim Benzema, somebody who is strangely starting only now, I think, to live up to the promise of uh, 10 years ago when they signed him as a Wunderkind from Lyon. And that's also because they had Bale and Ronaldo, right? Like those two at their apex, there were three or four years. Well, he there. was never the hero because he came in the same summer as Kaká and Ronaldo. Yeah. Right. Then when Kaká left, Bale came in. Yeah. Then Bale, then Bale and Ronaldo, then Hazard comes in. So he's never been the main guy. But by force of will, yeah. Who else does he have videotapes on? <laughs> <laughs> Let's ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> he's out seen a lot of big boys I'd Curry love to Benzema. see that guy's eye cloud he's the guy I'd love to see his eye cloud oh boy oh boy <laughs> Karim Benzema currently on a one year suspended uh, suspended prison sentence uh, at number four at number three something which revolts me but it is what it is Jorginho is a European champion on both fronts with country and indeed uh, his club so he's at number three now where it gets interesting is at the top and here's what my argument is for Leo Messi. I always look at this award like um, boxing. You know, if you if you if you and I are fighting for a vacant title, let's say Paolo, and then let's just go to the scorecards. But if you're fighting the champion, you need to do something that's so far above what the champ has done, right? That it needs to be undisputed. You you can't win on two of the three cards and like I'm for you must you need to knock the the, the them off their perch to use a, a a term you'll understand. So I like Robert Lewandowski and I'm a big Bayern Munich fan. But what are we doing here? Like Leo Messi in in especially now as it unravels what Barcelona has been, 
he was still the top goal scorer in, in the second best league in the world last year. And, and let's not pretend Argentina are the most well-run federation. Winning that Copa America was hard. It was COVID travel. It was a mess of a tournament. 100%. After a long season, the Copa is a nightmare. Yeah. Right? So don't dismiss that. If Lewandowski wants it, he can lie in his bed all he wants as the graphic shows there, right? He He's... didn't do anything with Poland, right? It's true. Get Poland to a semi-final. Yeah. You change the conversation. Yeah. You know, so beat Messi. You're 100% right. If you want his place, yeah. go at him. You're going to have to do something. But the guy's still doing it. In fact, if Lewandowski takes Bayern to the treble last year, we're having a different conversation mm-hmm. now. But I think, what did they do? The double again? Or maybe it was just Bundesliga? Listen, you're in a hell of a position, right? Unfortunately, and same for Ronaldo, right? Messi is, I'll say it, the best player to ever play this game. Yeah. I don't think there is any doubt about it. There's yeah. no question. Yeah. So as long as you're playing with him, the guy's going to win it. And until his drop is he's playing into, Mila- into Miami with full Neville, <laughs> he'll probably still have a go. Um, but unfortunately, you're born in the same time as him. The guy's the best ever. And, and also, like we have to be able to say this, the sponsorship stuff matters. And if it's not Ronaldo, it's Messi. Not because... Also, it's deserved, but... He's also the face of what Pepsi no, and, and the, Adidas the, yeah. and 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 also he's just like you, you know you know why it's going to be tough to to knock Leo Messi off. He looks like a computer programmer. He looks like the biggest nerd in the world. He probably has all the Tazos ever. That Actually, were. yesterday, so I showed my wife a picture of him with Messi's wife, glamorous, mental, and the kids are super cute. I said, look at Messi's kids. So she's like, is that messy? I was like, yeah. She goes, oh my God, he like looks so he's so good looking. And like, he was a weird looking guy. Yeah. But he's like grown into himself. Really? With the beard? And oh, the... But no, he's clean shaven. Oh, really? So he's like, and it's weird because it shouldn't matter. Yeah. But it goes, oh, well, he actually, like an elder statesman, he does look, because he has a weird looking little guy before. Yeah, no, no. And Ooh. he's like sort of grown into that stature and that stuff matters. Oh, is he filling out? So but he I mean, just looks your like lady's a, a lady. It's not. A, she's not a little girl. So she thought. She also thought Michael Carrick is looking. She thought Michael Carrick's quite good looking. Oh, she's got quite a wide spectrum then. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Actually, it says much for me. Yeah. <laughs> I need to buy some flowers oh, no. with the BP on the way home. You, 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 James, which BP sells good flowers? <laughs> you know you're. In... <laughs> Maybe I'm the Mari Biscuit. <laughs> yeah, <gonna> <laughs> you're in the Tim Tam Mari Biscuit dilemma. I'm clearly a Mari Biscuit. That's tough. <laughs> Guys, we need, a, we need to coin this, this theory of ours about the biscuits. What should we coin it? Oh, the Tim Tam Murray biscuit dilemma. The biscuit box dilemma. The biscuit box <laughs> dilemma. James, speaking of, did we ever get any feedback on a situation where your mom flew home and bought flowers for a certain situation? No, I didn't get any feedback. Can we maybe get some feedback yes, on that? Sir. Because that's definitely content for the show. I'll, uh, I'll make a phone call on my so, way home. And so, but I'll have you that. not had like a sad phone call? No. So then maybe it's gone well. I assume it's gone well. Well, we don't know that. I mean, that it, it also said, could be, I'm not telling him. That, that being said, the person that wanted the flowers didn't want me to know he wanted flowers. So. Oh, I probably shouldn't have said it on the show. Now it's put your mom in a situation. Yeah, but he's the younger brother. It's like a rite of passage. Yeah. There's a whole situation there, Paolo, which we will unravel. You know what? We'll only talk about the whole situation if it went well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get the details on my way home, and then maybe we'll do it tomorrow. What if it didn't go well, James? Are you going to be that big brother who's going to gonna be that guy? Don't be... You know what? In a world where you can be a Tim Tam, 
Don't be yeah. a Mari biscuit. Yeah, there you go. And on that note, there's plenty of biscuits in the sea. <laughs> Sarah, I mean, this is a confidence. It's too much. We need to learn. We had a perfect outro there. Break him. We had a perfect <laughs> outro. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you're joining us for the very first time, uh, welcome to, to the MKT show. Um, also, we're leaving now, so it's weird that I'm saying welcome, but I'm into the platform. You can subscribe on YouTube. That's something you can do. Hit the bell. Leave comments below. Uh, be a friend, tell a friend. If you have spent your time with us for the last two hours, it's been an absolute honor. Paolo, great to have you here again. Uh, Record Rolf, he's, he's here. Ra, ra, Rolf Ragnick. He's here with his big Tim Tam. Big Tim Tams. <laughs> for now, uh, it is the MKT show. And for now, we are the hell out of here. CliffCentral.com Hey, what's happening? It is your hostess of the mostest, MKT here uh, from the infamous MKT show, live on Cliff Central Sport on YouTube. Catch myself and many other passionate sports fans, enthusiasts, uh, maniacs live on YouTube every day from 12 till 2 p.m. Central African time and from 3 to 5 live on the Cliff Central app, cliffcentral.com or wherever you may consume Cliff Central's content. In case you missed the live stream, the MKT Show is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, like, share, subscribe, be a friend, tell a friend. If you're joining us for the very first time on YouTube, hit that button. The button is below. Get involved in the comment section. This is Mbulelo Kayele Tutinta, and I approve this message. Yes, you can. Cliffcentral.com